happy Tuesday. This is one of your hosts, Liv, from Afro Hermanas. Right now I'm just drinking my little coquito. Um, mm -mm -mm. Delicious on a rainy day in New York City. <laughs> Rain came out of nowhere for some reason. But today's episode is episode number, yep, you guessed it, 13. Wow. I think I'm just gonna, not going to get tired of saying each number just because it's just like a surprising thing that just, you know, we're doing this and we're going to keep doing this and the support and love that we're getting from these podcasts and episodes is, is great. Thank you so much, everyone, again. But for the title of this episode, it's called My Hair Journey. So please stick around, sit back, and enjoy the ride. If you don't know, like I mentioned before, I'm drinking Coquito, sidebar. A Coquito is basically, if you don't know, it is located, originated from Puerto Rico. And a Coquito is always good for the holidays. And for me, I don't just drink in the holidays. I like it any time of the season, to be honest. It's a really nice, just sweet drink and with a little, little hit. Um, and I love it. Now, I'm going to be doing this episode on my own today, and it's just so much to talk about, especially about beauty standards. So, as you know, hair is a very important thing to females. It's basically a big part of our identity, and it defines a, pro a big portion of who we are, where we're from, inside and out. So, just from like appearances, you can kind of get a hit hint of where the person is from just by looking up like their features and basically the first thing you will um see is the hair you know what i mean it's just out there that's my opinion um you can disagree but this is what i believe and um i have a lot of a lot of things and stories i need to tell you guys about my hair journey from the beginning and where you know where i am now with that and what's been going on and why I think it's just so important to just touch on on, on this especially. But I do want to start back from one of my childhood years and why, um, you know, how, how so insecure I was and how I didn't really see that as an insecurity thing. But like looking back, back at it as an adult, just being like, wow, I was very insecure about a lot of things that, you know, was hard for me to admit especially as a young kid you don't really know what the term or the definition um insecure is but um i noticed that as a kid me and just being me i i wouldn't i, I didn't like leaving my hair out and i always had a thing with just putting in a ponytail a bun any any sort of way where i i just i never had it out and it was just a big deal in school when i had my hair out because then like I saw it as like when I left my hair out there was more um, boys who were attractive to me and they were like you know more likely to be more nice to me the bullies the bully boys and more prone to do nice things for me just because I looked prettier with my hair out or like you know and again I never had my hair curly or like ever I, I when I had it curly it was always tied up and when I had a straight, it was just like a big deal. A lot of the girls in my class used to always wanted to touch my hair and I had a hard time saying no and putting my foot down like, hey, I don't, I don't like that. And I will say this, um, 
I don't think anybody should be trying to touch your hair. That is just personal space. Uh, it's very intimate when somebody touches your hair and I'm a, a firm believer when somebody touches your hair, there's always like, it's a positive or negative thing. And so I'm very like skeptical when, when um, random strangers try to touch my hair. Um, but yeah, uh, I have been asked so many questions. I don't want to skip the story, but I'm gonna touch on this a little bit. Like I have been asked so many questions about, is your hair real? Is it a wig? Or like, oh wow, it's actually really soft. And it, it's just, um, when people say those things, it's very like, wow, did you think that through? Did you really sit there and think that through um, as you, like, you know, you asked that to me, you feel me? I remember this one question, my, my, my ex-best friend, who was my best friend at the time when I was in middle school, she asked me this question, if I, if I thought that I, like, do I feel pretty or do I think that I'm pretty, that's what it was. And to me, I couldn't really ask that question because that question has never been asked to me before. And so, like, me being the 11 year old, I was like, yeah, I think. Like, you know, I never sat down and, and, and just, thought about that question and I you know to this day I, I, I couldn't believe I could have answered a simple question as that um, it was never a thought that crossed in my mind you know and again I wasn't really the the type of girly the girly girl the typical girly girl um, with the lip gloss and you know um, just with the high socks very the skirt very high um, pink, wearing pink, bright colors. I did wear bright colors, but it was not like the girly type of colors that you would quote unquote state and say that it was. But that was a little bit of my intro of like the, the beauty standards of like, not the beauty standards, but more of like where my hair journey was and how I was just hiding it from the world. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a big factor of who I am today and uh, I'm so glad like I'm not that person anymore, like that little girl who was just afraid of that. As I got older, especially I want to say college years, I think those were my best times with my hair. Just really, really trying to like experiment my hair. Like yes, I was always experimenting my hair like during high school. I was dyeing it constantly and it was bad it was like a time where i was dyeing it like brownish and then blonde but not too blonde it was like a lot of brownish and then it would like switch to red and i would try to do highlights then i would dye my bangs you know it was just a lot of things that my, i was putting my hair through and not being aware or self-conscious of like how, how much damage it was doing to me and my hair but i wanted to look different so bad you know what i mean and um yeah it was figuring out who I am. All right, when I came out to high school and going to college, uh, it was definitely a different ball game. I remember there was this one year, I think 2017, I was, you know, figuring out where, I was figuring out the balance between straight and curly hair, right? And I just said, you know what, F it, I'ma just, I'm gonna stick to curly hair. And when, as I was going natural, my hair wasn't as curly. It was very like straight curly. Like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. It was not really, it was not cute, the luscious curls that, you know, I thought it would be. 2017, you know, hit around. And then uh, I started dyeing my hair, my ends. I wanted to bleach my ends. I dyed it purple pink. I was experimenting my hair. 
I'd never done it before. I wanted to try it, really liked it. Then my hair started turning gray blue, right? I eventually um, said in December, uh, I'm going to do the big chop. I'm gonna start all over. And uh, my mom gave me a Christmas present for the, it was like located in 34th Street in Manhattan. Her name was Candace. She did an amazing job with my hair. She cut all my hair off. It was the shortest it's ever been. Like it was so small. I couldn't even tie my hair. It was, I was the age of 22, I think. Yeah, 22 years old. And wow, 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 wow. I just turned 22 two months ago that year. And I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, my mom loved it. My sister was like, eh. My grandma loved it. Like, and it was gonna grow back. I think that was the biggest fear with my family that they were scared it was gonna grow back. It wasn't gonna grow back as fast. But um, yeah, I was happy because I'm like, this is it. This is like, wow, I feel so good. I started um, getting in touch with my like my roots, like my roots, roots. I did. Uh, I bought some like head scarf, head wraps. I learned how to do like a head, like a head wrap, like put the head wrap over my hair, my curly hair. I learned how to like figure out which products work best for my hair. Um, I was really, really doing like my research because it's a whole different world and it's an investment. Like all these products are super expensive and you gotta be very, very cautious that you're not buying these products that will, you know, eventually damage your hair. So. Um, my go-to was Diva Curl at the time, and that for me was like, Jesus is gold, you know? Like, it was like, whoa, this is it. Like, I know how to do, I know how to activate my curls, and look, like, it was gorgeous. It was so gorgeous. It was super hard to maintain, like, how to, like, do styles with a hair, like, so short. I felt like not per se insecure but it was like more like it was a big risk and um i don't know like i felt like there was a moment where i felt like damn did i do the right choice that i do did i really do this and i can't go back once you cut i can't go back but again it's going to go back so like having that mentality and being okay with it i i think that was the best decision i ever made i think i'm very proud that i did that honestly um, basically, I went away to Texas for a couple months to do volunteer work. I lived there, and you know, I remember this one time I went to Walmart. I was with a friend, and um, I was on the line. I think I was getting AirPods at the moment, and this lady had um, like staring at me on the line, and she basically said to me, "If like, is that really your hair?" And I remember responding as, "Like, yes, it is." And she already had her hand out, like, "Can I touch it?" And I was like, no, no, like, please don't. And you know, for me, it was like, that. that's not something that they used to down in, in the South, like in Texas. That's not something they see every day. Um, but like, honestly, I don't care. Like, I, you're not gonna touch my hair, you know? That's one thing, like, that's, that's weird. Like, the reason why I'm telling this, like, my story and like, you know, the things that, not just like I went through, but like the journey that, that took me to get to the person like I feel like today is that it's just very important like to embrace that. And it took me a while to embrace like what I have now, my curly hair, like to be okay. And I love it, like I love it. I leave my hair out more than often. Like I, I honestly 
don't care what people have to say about it. I leave it out. I let the world to see it. You know, you're not going to touch it, but you are going to see. And the amount of, like, the nicest things that I get, even I feel like I have a bad hair day because I didn't, like, you know, moisturize my hair enough um, and I still got the compliment, it just means a lot. And it's just because I made the choice to be like, you know what, I have to accept it. And I'm very happy for, like, the upbringing of, like, the people just being so accepting of curly hair. I think it's just so important to be like, yeah, it's a mi pelo, and so what? And if you don't like it, it is what it is. And just being okay with that. There's just, yes, there's been moments when I'm like, I want to cut this thing down. Like, I want to be bald because I feel like this is the only thing that defines, like, my beauty. This is This shouldn't only be my definition of beauty and how you see me or perceive me as. So, yes, I do have those doubts, not the doubts, but, like, the thoughts in my mind. Like, yo, I'm more than just this behind my hair. Like, this is not just the only thing that makes me beautiful. This is just, like, the, the first layer of it, you know? And so I hope that this episode is a way for you to, you know, to, to take this and be like, wow, um, thank you for sharing this. And, you know, there's a million stories out there, how people started and, you know, what they went through and, and just like, oh, wow, like she did it. I can do it as well. Thank you for listening to this podcast and please follow me at livet.natisse, my personal page. And you can also follow me on my community page at Isopodasong. And, and peace.